I'm Listening is Odyssey's commitment to mental health conversations. If you or someone you know is struggling with thoughts of suicide, depression, anxiety, or mental illness, help is available. Call or text 988 to reach the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. That's 988. We are almost two years removed from the Oxford School shooting, but the pain and horror from that day lives on. When he moved the gun away from his side, I ran behind his back and out the door. Why did you do that? Because I think when I saw his body, I realized that if I stayed, I was going to die. Out of the ashes of tragedy, children were put in an unthinkable situation and rose to be heroes. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. I'll never forget where I was on November 30th, 2021. The day started out with me on my couch. It was an off day. But by that night, I was at a vigil at a church in Oxford for three slain students. Madison Baldwin, Tate Meir, and Hannah St. Juliana. Eight others were shot that day. In October of 2022, Ethan Crumbly, who was 15 at the time of the shooting, pled guilty to first-degree murder, attempted murder, and a slew of other charges. Here in Michigan, a conviction on first-degree murder charges comes with an automatic sentencing of life in prison, no parole. But in 2012, the U.S. Supreme Court said it was unconstitutional to sentence a minor to life without the possibility of parole. So, for the last two days, a Miller hearing was held to determine if Crumbly should get life or a chance at parole. Here is WWJ legal analyst Charlie Langton from the Oakland County Circuit Court in Pontiac. Now the judge is going to have to weigh what they call the Miller factors. And there are five factors that deal with whether or not this particular shooter should get life in prison or be given a term of years. And the factors talk about the juvenile's age, family, and home environment, the circumstances of the offense, the incompetencies of youth. And then finally, the possibility of rehabilitation. The judge is probably going to do a balancing between the the heinousness, the severity of the crime versus the defense will try to argue that Ethan Cromley is both, uh, he can be rehabilitated and that he had such a messed up family and home life that those should be mitigating factors. The testimony at the Miller hearing has been gripping and gut-wrenching. Here is Heidi. She was a sophomore in November of 2021. The other voice you'll hear belongs to Oakland County Prosecutor Karen McDonald. I dropped down because that's just my reaction. That was your instinct? Yes. Okay. What did you do when you dropped down? I just prayed and I covered my head because I, I didn't know if those were my last moments. What happened next? What I remember is him walking past me and I just closed my eyes because I thought he was coming up to me. And then I just closed my eyes and then eventually I realized he was gone because I opened them to look around and he was gone. What did you see, Heidi, when you looked around? I saw two girls across from me. Down the hall was another girl. When you say that you saw them, what were they doing? Just laying there. And then there was a girl in front of me who uh, was the only one who was responsive. Responsive to what? So I asked everybody in the hallway from where I was at if anybody had been hit. And nobody had answered me because they couldn't. And one person did? Yes. Phoebe answered me. Okay. At the time, did you know her name? No, I did not. Heidi was not the only teenager forced to grow up in a matter of seconds on that day. There were many, like Keegan. He was only a freshman when the shooting happened, 
He'd been a high schooler for a handful of months. That's it. One day he was in the hallway and everything changed. After he heard those shots fired, Keegan ran to the bathroom with Justin Schilling, but they wouldn't stay hidden for long. He comes back in the stall. And what does he do, Keegan? He told me to stay put and for Justin to come out with him. And what did Justin do? He went out with him. And you're still on the toilet crouching? Yes. What happens next, Keegan? It was quiet for a second, and then I heard a shot. At this point, it was two or three feet away from you? Yes. Okay. Keegan, what did you think when that happened? I kind of didn't know what to think. I didn't, my mind wasn't really believing that it happened. At some point, he comes back into the stall? Yes. What does he do? He tells me to come out with him. What did you do after that? I went out with him. Did he tell you to do anything? He kind of signaled me to go over by Justin's body. So let's talk about that. What did you see when you came out of the stall? Justin's body in a pool of blood. Here's something I've been thinking about a lot. The poise that these young kids showed in the moment was something that I, a fully grown adult, can't even think about. Keegan didn't even know Justin's name but he says Justin ends up saving his life. When I was a freshman going into our like day where they would show us around the school, he was one of the seniors that was showing the incoming freshmen around the school and helping guide them. What do you remember about him? I remember he sat with me and my friends in this group and he was giving us smarties and just laughing and positive. So he was one of those seniors that was nice. Yeah, and helping out. Okay, so he says, come into the bathroom. Mm -hmm. You have a tattoo on your arm. Yes. Can you tell the court what it is? It's um the date in Roman numerals with four hearts for the lives lost, and then a red one with a halo for Justin. Why is the one for Justin red with a halo? Because I kind of thought of it as if he didn't die in there, then I'd be dead right now. We know that Justin didn't make it. Tragically, he died in the hospital a day later, becoming the fourth victim. And Keegan said, if it wouldn't have been Justin, it would have been him. So Keegan seized the moment and helped save his own life. When he moved the gun away from his side, kind of, I ran behind his back and out the door. Why did you do that? Because I think when I saw his body, I realized that if I stayed, I was going to die. This is all happening between 12.59 and 1.01 when you finally texted your parents, correct? Yes. What did you see when you got outside? I recall seeing another body with someone bent over it. Again, at some point, did you did you learn who that was? Yes. And who was it? Tate. What did you do at this point? I just kept running as fast as I could. What were you trying to do? Make as many turns as I could so that if he was chasing me, I'd lose him. We talked about the poise these young people had in the worst moments of their lives. It is astonishing. But as a parent myself, these thoughts are paralyzing to me. How could a parent be on the outside while this is happening on the inside? And listening to Karen McDonald read the texts Keegan sent to his parents, I couldn't help myself from crying. The first text is help, and then gunshots, and then I'm hiding in the bathroom, and then, oh my God, and then help and then mom, then they're right here, right outside the bathroom. So that's all in the first minute. And when you said they're right here outside the bathroom, what did you mean? I heard one single shot, extremely loud. Your dad responds to you still in the first minute, just stay down, we can't come to you, but just stay down, quiet and calm. 
and you write, I'm terrified. Oh my God. Your dad says, stay down and calm. You're going to be fine. We love you. The next minute, 1254, dad says, you there? Anything happening? Has it stopped? At 1254, you say, someone in here. Talk to me about that. We heard someone walk in. Your dad says, stay down and don't move or engage. We love you. And then at 1256, you say, he saw us. Justin wasn't the only hero on November 30th. There are stories like Heidi. Just like Keegan didn't know Justin's name, Heidi didn't know Phoebe's name before that day. But that did not stop her from saving a life. I took her to the middle of the room. What were you saying to Phoebe? She's going to be okay. I just kept reassuring her that she was going to be okay. I had no idea. Was she I don't... making any kind of noise verbally? She was crying. So you get the night locked in and then what do you do? I took her to the middle of the room and then I asked her where she had been shot. And she didn't know, but there was just blood everywhere. What do you mean when you said blood everywhere? There was just blood on her clothes, and then it was starting to get on me, but we didn't know where it was coming from. I immediately took her sweater, and I put pressure on it, because that's all I know how to do. I, I don't know how to handle that stuff. We went all the way to the back where there was a school phone. We had called her mom. We had told her mom what happened. What were you saying? She initially answered the phone and then she said, mom, it's me. I've been shot. And then I took the phone and I started talking like she's going to be okay. What was her mom's reaction? Did she, had she already heard about the? No, she was, she obviously had a hard time with it. What does that mean? Um, she was panicking. When I began this story, I didn't know exactly the direction I was going to go. But after listening to both Heidi and Keegan on the stand today for about an hour combined, there was only one avenue. The stories of these heroes, both those who lived and those who did not, is a story that's worth telling over and over and over again. Today's big thanks go out to a pair of teenagers who are braver and far more mature than I will ever be, Heidi and Keegan. Also, thanks to Charlie Langton. Visit WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want the Daily J delivered right to you? All you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark, and this is the Daily J. Thanks for listening. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.